the number one question everyone's asking. So how long is this going to take for the Utah Jazz? We use the Ringers 125 to give us some sort of an idea. Next on Locked on Jazz. You are Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. Today on Locked On Jazz, we take one of the questions from Ask LOJ on Friday, and we dig deep. If the Jazz added Bama or OG Ananobi and Damian Lillard, would we be title contenders? So we'll look at the Ringers list of 125 top players and see what it means to be a title contender, where the Jazz sit right now, what has to be added to get to that list and break it down in that fashion on today's show. Kind of look at where the other teams in the league are. It's pretty interesting and might give us some idea of what we're really looking at as a timeline here on the program. So that's today's plan. Plus, we'll look at our final segment at James Harden, who's on the trade market and what value he has, not to necessarily the Jazz, but to the league. I think that's been heavily debated by everyone. All right, this is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Give me insight, expertise, geeky numbers, hopefully making it way better to be a Jazz fan each and every day. I am David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. We are free and available on all podcasting apps as well as on YouTube. We'll throw you some questions, some conversation pieces. You guys can discuss them together in the YouTube chat. We greatly appreciate it. For those of you listening on podcasts, please hit me up on X, I guess it is. At DLock09 with your thoughts and your comments to what we're talking about. want you to be involved in the conversation uh, as well. So thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks. Big shout out to the everydayers who are with us each and every day. This podcast, everydayers, we're three days a week for this time of the year. So I appreciate you being a sort of everydayer. And if really appreciate all you making Locked on Jazz your first listen today. I am not in witness protection program. I'm actually in Hot Springs, Arkansas. No comment. It's super hot. How about that? Uh, and so uh, on the road in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and trying to bring you guys content. All right, let's get to it. The other day, there was just a great question on Locked on Jazz, which was, if the Jazz added OG Ananobi and Dame Lillard, would they be contenders? And what I loved about this question is really it's a bigger picture question. The bigger picture question is, like, how close are we? What's it going to take? How long is this process? Now, what I do think is important here is that the uniqueness of what's taking place in Utah is that Ryan and Danny, I actually think, are 100% serious that they want to win a championship. And I know that sounds funny to say that's unique. But honestly, most teams in this league, most GMs in this league, I think are really, really good is fine. And preserving their job is great. And if you get lucky and happen to get one of those guys, then you can go make a title run. But most teams in the league actually are just trying to get good enough to be kind of in the ballpark. Ryan and Danny's conversations, kind of where Danny is in his life, I I think is a little different. And that is really, truly everything is about, like, the championship. So, you know, an interesting move like Dame and OG gets you to kind of well, we're really, really good. Are you a championship? So what I wanted to do is the, the ringer just updated. I think it was its top 125 players in the NBA. Um, and I want to kind of look at where our current roster guys are ranked and then look at 
what is if you added like and I think this is just valuable, not that I think it's realistic that we're adding Dame and OG. I just think it gives you an idea like, oh, that's two pieces. Where would that put us? So first off, what we have right now, Lowry is ranked 28th in the NBA players. So our best player is ranked 28th. That's probably the first piece of this puzzle because if you go down the rankings, Jokic is one, Steph Curry is two, Giannis is three, Kevin Durant is four, Joel Embiid is five, Jason Tatum is six, Luka is seven, Kawhi is eight, Jimmy Butler is nine. Like, those are the, and then uh, Devin Booker's ten. Like, the first seven are the title contenders, right? uh, Jokic has won it, Giannis, Steph has won it, Giannis has won it, Durant has won it, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum seemed to be the next ones, and maybe Luca. So you put those as the top seven. Wise won it. He's eight. Jimmy Butler at nine. Those are the elite of the elite. And so the first thing, if you're talking about being a title contender, you got to have one of those guys. So maybe the simplest answer to this whole conversation, then it'd be a super short show, is. If you add Damian Lillard and OG Ananobi and you don't have one of the top nine or ten guys, then no. By the way, I would quibble slightly. We'll get back to that. I will quibble slightly with Lowry at 28. I'll ask you this first question kind of on, again, on X at DLock09 or on uh, YouTube. Should Lowry be ranked higher than Jalen Brunson? Paul George, Anthony Edwards, Trey Young, Jalen Brown, or Bam out of Bayou. Those are the guys that are ranked right above Lowry on the rankings. Should Lowry be ranked better than Jalen Brunson, Paul George, Anthony Edwards? Here, I'll say it slowly. You can kind of decide your mind one by one. Jalen Brunson. I, I kind of think so, though. Jalen's the number one option on a team that won a lot of games last year. Paul George? Anthony Edwards, Trey Young, who everybody wants to beat up on while he averages 20 points, 10 assists, and it's like incredible. Can't defend. Jalen Brown or Bam Adebayo. Should Lowry be higher than any of those? At that point, it does kind of end, by the way. I get 20, it's pretty hard to get Lowry higher than that. So the first thing when you talk about, well, like where the Utah Jazz are and, and, and what's taking place and and how far off are we like Lowry had an unbelievable year but the current roster has Lowry at 28 and then that's it in the top 100 so like that's that's tell that's there's a lot of work still okay right so Lowry's 28 Walker's 102, Jordan's 103, and John Collins is 113. Now, what does Keontae George, what does Taylor Henders, what do these guys become? Certainly. the To try to start to put in kind of, if you added using what the, the question was the other day, what we're using as the premise of this. So if you were to add Bam out of Bayou and Damian Lillard, excuse me, OG Ananobi and Damian Lillard, I'll take Bam out of Bayou and Damian Lillard, and then we're talking, by the way. Uh, Dame is 14th on this list. 
and OG is 58. So if you added Dame at number 14, and you have Lowry at 28, and OG at 56, you're getting close. That's that's what it's really missing is none of nobody in the top ten. When we start to compare kind of that to the world champion Denver Nuggets and to all the other teams, the Nuggets have three in the top forty five, four in the top forty six, sixty five, top sixty five. And the number one player in the world. Okay, that's a big difference in having the number 12 player in the world. Again, if you add Dame at 14, you have Lowry at 28, you have OG at 56, like an all-in move right away, no process to be had. And there's some argument to that, like, oh, let's use our draft picks and add over time and go all-in right now with these guys, let their contracts expire, move on, we'll move with the next guys. Now, Dame's problem is Dame's contract's too long for this. But it's an interesting idea. So the like, quick comment the other day is you'd be in the ballpark. And I think that's right. Like if you could add a top 14 and you could add a top 50 to go with Lowry, you got three players in the top 50, you got a chance. So the answer to the question from Friday is, yeah, you have a chance. But the baseline for elite teams seems to be three in the top 50 and one in the top 10. And are and really one in the top seven, maybe Jimmy Butler's nine, so let's go ten. And so that's really what the Jazz are trying to go get done. Is three in the top fifty and one in the top ten. And we'll analyze that as we continue today on Locked On Jazz, trying to figure out what it is that are the next steps and how the Jazz continue. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Murdoch Hyundai, located at 4646 South State Street, also located in Logan and in Linden. The SUV lineup is just tremendous, starting with the Palisade. Every time I see someone in the Palisade, I just kind of look at like, wow, that is awesome. And then there's the Kona, which is the zippy uh, little one. We've got two Santa Fe's in our house, uh, and there's the Tucson right around that. So there is just a great lineup of cars for you. The Murdoch's are going to make sure you get the no regret experience, which is making sure there's no regrets in anything in your experience as a car buyer. And I'll tell you, I've been dealing with the service department on just some really fundamental things recently, and their customer service has just been absolutely outstanding in every way, shape, or form. So really impressive all the way top to bottom. If you're going to head over to Murdoch Hyundai and look at a car, please email me first at DLock09. I'll set you up with a locked-on VIP treatment, get you taken care of when you walk in, none of that awkward, like, who am I looking for? What salesperson am I going to get? Nope, we'll get you the best right off the top. So email me at DLock09 at gmail.com so we can get you started over at Murdoch Hyundai. Today's show is also brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel, the official sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. FanDuel also has you ready for Major League Baseball with the incredible first bet deal. Here we go. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amounts in bonus bets up to $200. So you bet 20 bucks and you land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. 
That's 200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. All on the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet than MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball, also the official sports book of LockedOn. Also a bunch of great NBA futures uh, going on at FanDuel right now. So feel free to jump on over there and get involved. Thanks so much for making Locked on Jazz your first listen of the day. We greatly appreciate it. We are free and available on all podcasting apps. Thank you so much for jumping aboard and being a part of the Locked on Podcast Network. All right, let's run through kind of as we try to say, all right, well, if the Jazz are trying to build this team, what here's here's what the kind of I think in legitimately there's five contenders for a title as the rosters sit right now. We know the Sixers probably have a problem. Uh, so there's probably six if you count the Warriors. And so let's, and then I'm not counting the Heat, which seems unfair after last year, but let's walk through it. So Denver has number one on the ringer ratings, number one, number 16 in Jamal Murray, number 45, number 62, and number 91. So five in the top 100, four in the, really in the top 60, three in the top 50. That three in the top 50, one in the top 10 seems to be the consensus. Phoenix has Duran at four, Booker at 10, Beal at 42. He should be better than that, you would think. And Aiton at 66. So they've got three in the top 50, one in the top, two in the top 10. They're the only team with two in the top 10 and four in the top 60. The Bucks have number three, number 38 in Drew Holiday, number 49 in Brooke Lopez, and number 54 in Chris Middleton. And so they have, again, Three in the top 50, one in the top 10, four in the top 50, really kind of there. And that's really the question for them is when Chris Middleton is right, which he wasn't last year at any point, then they have four in the top 50 and they're a title contender. Last year, they got knocked out in the first round. Celtics have Jason Tatum at six, Jalen Brown at 22. And then they've got a cadre of players, kind of Chris Epps-Persingas now 61, 67. You've got uh, Brogdon and Derek White and... Uh, along with uh, Robert Williams and Al Horford. So 61, 67, 68, 70, and 87. They have the most players of any team, seven in the top 100. The Warriors have six in the top 100. They have two in Steph Curry, and then they really slide off. That's where maybe their fault. 34 is Andrew Wiggins, 40, or is Draymond Green, 46 is Andrew Wiggins, 48 is Klay Thompson, 56 Chris Paul, and then 85 Kayvon Looney. Uh, the Clippers, who have not been elite, have one in the top 10, but only two in the top 50. He'd have one in the top 10, only two in the top 50. Dallas has one in the top 10, only two in the top 50. Lakers have 11 and 12 and not another player in the top 100. Which leads to kind of like elite teams in the NBA have one in the top 10 and three in the top 50. And so if you look at the Jazz right now, you have Lowry 28th, and nobody else in the top 50. So can Walker develop into a top 50 player? Can Keontae develop into a top 50 player? What gets interesting about that question is when you start to look at the ringer, and the, your answer is both of, I know every single one of you just said yes. But here's what gets a little interesting about that. Is the age of the players 
that are in the top and the seasons that of play of years in the play. So Jason Tatum's in his sixth year and he's six. But now gonna be in his seventh. He's played six seasons. Luca, like one of the great players, is in his fifth year. You continue to kind of run through the Shea Gilgis Alexander is one of the few young players in the top 50. He's in his he's in five seasons in. Donovan, six seasons. Jamal Murray, seven seasons. De'Aaron Fox, six seasons. Ja Morant, four seasons. And as you walk through this, what you find, like you've got to be six or seven. Trey Young's in his fifth. He's at 23. Ant is as high as anyone, number one pick of the draft at number three. You, two few things jump out here. Jalen Brunson's the outlier of someone who's not drafted in the top three or four that vaults into this top list. And is at his sixth or seventh season by the time they're there. Zion Williamson is kind of hovering around. We're all still wondering, number one pick. And Tyrese Halliburton has kind of burst up there. But to try the amount of players that are in the top 50 that are super young are just not that many, right? It's a Desmond Baines bumped. You're hoping, you know, some of the guys I've mentioned, most guys are in their sixth or seventh year by the time they get there. So that actually gets a little tricky on the on this, like, well, how long until, you know, we're we're really, really, really good again? Well, okay, well, we got to get three players in the top fifty, and to get three players in the top fifty, you probably you have Lowry. Who, if it's Keontae George and it's Walker Kessler, it's probably three, four, five years out before that totally happens. The other one that's interesting is the value of centers, right? Walker is just so tremendous last year, but boy, once you drop off of that elite level, kind of big-time center of the MVP candidates, then you're trying, is Walker going to be able to be Carl Anthony Towns, Jaron Jackson Jr., Evan Mobley, which are the other kind of big guys that are listed in the top 50? There are not a lot of other, Rudy's at 52 now, Brooke Lopez is at 54. Like, I think that's kind of the, the Nick Claxon's at 59. To me, that's, that's Walker peaking out is in that range. And so, there is a little question even in this as you try to think of the development of players is like does Walker actually ever become a top 50 player just based because of his of his position, right? Here's the really interesting one as you talk about this team building and there's three examples of it right now to look at in the NBA on this and like how soon do the Jazz get this? So Minnesota's got kind of close to three in the top 50 with Ant, with Cat, with Rudy at 52. But Ant is, I think, about. we said Lowry was 28th, Ant's 25. Really, the question on Minnesota, the question in Sacramento, and the question in Cleveland is, they have enough guys. Sacramento has Sabonis, Kevin Herter's close, Cleveland has Mobley, and Darius Garland. They got three in the top 50. Can you win it with someone not in the top 10? And the answer is probably no. Like, you've really got to have somebody in the top 10. So the, the questions in Minnesota, Sacramento, and Cleveland, when you look at this, is can Ant, can Fox, can Don go get in the top 10? Which of those three players, feel free to answer this on the YouTube conversation or hit me up at DLock09, Anthony Edwards, De'Aaron Fox, or Donovan Mitchell, do you think are most likely to move into the top 10 players in the NBA? This is actually incredibly vital for us because we have their picks. My answer is probably Ant. He's just so physically big and strong that he may be ready to make that next step. But can Minnesota 
Sacramento or Cleveland win with their best player being Anthony Edwards, De'Aaron Fox, or Donovan Mitchell as they sit today, the playoffs were not kind to that. And so the question I think is, can they vault themselves into the top 10? Because I actually think the numbers are accurate, which is you really got to have a top 10 player and you got to have three in the top 50. So, like, when you look at it from a Jazz perspective, it's a route. Like, getting a top 10 player is who knows, right? How, how do you find, that's, that's the magic here. Like, how do you find that player? And we've tried to do it without the top 10 player. But frankly, that, you know, as great as those Darren Williams, Carlos Boozer, Mehmet Okor, Andre Karolinko teams were of great depth, of the fabulous Donovan Mitchell, you kind of look back at our Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Boyan Bogdanovich, um, I'm, I'm forgetting a ton of players here, Mike Conley. What we had then was we had like six, seven players in the top 100. Probably the same thing in the Darren Memo, uh, Carlos Boozer, Andre Karolinko era, we probably had six or seven players in the top 100, which was this incredible roster-building job by Kevin O'Connor, Dennis Lindsay, and the group over the years. And that's how you win a tremendous amount of regular season games, and you win, and that's probably how we win a lot. But then that's not one in the top 10. When we've had one in the top 10, it was the mailman. We went to the finals. Donovan and Rudy probably never got 10 in this manner. Like, I, I always talked about Rudy being top 10 most impactful player in the league. I believe that to be true, but I'm not sure that he ever was in this playoff, it, certainly not in the playoffs. With the inability to do something on the offensive end certainly hurts it. So, conclusion on this is we have a route. Like, this is the thing. It, and we have the assets, we have the pieces to go get it done. And if we thrust it all in right away and you had Dame, Lowry, OG Ananobi, you're getting interesting. You're getting super interesting. You just don't have that top 10 guy. You would have three guys that are virtually top 50. You're hoping that John Collins can jump out of 113 into something. You're hoping with a better year. You're hoping Walker can go from 102 to 60. And now you suddenly, you got a little something. And as Keontae come, yeah, you'd have something. You'd have something coming. That's all in. That's your move. Your assets are basically shot at that point. Other than, yeah, you'd probably use most of your draft picks. You wouldn't have the top 10, and you'd have Dame at 36. I mean, this is getting very specific to that, but that's the, you'd be close. So if you look over time, what do we have to find? we got to find a guy who's top 10. Lowry's the perfect complement. we got to have a, we probably have to go find a guy who's undervalued, or available that's in the 30 to 60 range, 30 to 70, get them to vault the top 50. And then Walker's a beautiful little piece in there, and maybe Keontae goes, but that's five or six years down the road. Maybe Taylor Hendricks goes, that's five or six years down the road. Maybe Bryce Sensabaugh stuns us all as the Jalen Brunson of this draft, not outlandish, actually. Um, Jalen Brunson might be a little much to say he's going to be a top 30 player in the NBA, but like, the idea that he can really score it and get in the lane and play that way a little bit. Not outlandish considering his college game. Uh, and he moves up. Or you've got to hit on or you you, you got to hit on a draft coming up here in one or two draft picks before you get much further to try to go get your top 10 guy. But if you're going to get a Luca, if you if you hit, you get a Luca, you get some like it's four, five, six years still. So we have a long process in front of us, and the beauty is that we're actually trying to do it to win a championship. All right, let's continue on some of this. We'll talk about Harden because I think 
it's been a kind of an interesting conversation around the league of what's going on. It's gotten quiet recently. We'll talk about that um, as we continue here on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. Today's show also brought to you by a um, really interesting uh, company, Ibotta. Uh, you're picking up burgers, hot dogs for summer barbecue. You know you're already doing it. So why not get cash back with Ibotta? It's officially summer. The new season means new clothes, but the closet shouldn't be the only thing growing. So use Ibotta. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user earns $120 per year that could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip or you could use it for cash back to buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been dying to go to, or that fancy dinner you and your spouse have been craving. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much, but Ibotta gives you real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKED when you register. I-B-O-T-T-A. Use the promo code LOCKED. Just go to the App Store, Google Play, download the free Ibotta app, use the code LOCKED. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store, and use the code LOCKED. Thank you very much for tuning in today to Locked on Jazz. Three days a week right now, and this time of the year, we'll be coming to you. Uh, by the way, if you're wondering, Hot Springs, Arkansas is about 100 degrees with a feels like 110. Super awesome. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we got for you. All right. Uh, you know, I thought when I was doing all this research for the show and interesting is, you know, James Harden's out on the market. And, like, the word is the only team interested in the Clippers, and they're not that interested. And it. It makes me wonder a little bit, like, did people forget last year that for about the first 70 games of the year, James Harden was completely an all-NBA top 15 player in the league? Oh, he's a playoff failure, is this and that. Boy, I find some of this really interesting. Even the ringers have him has dropped him to 19th in the NBA. Now, he's 33 in his 14th year. He's not taking great care of himself. There's a, certainly a risk there. The risk on a one-year deal? He's a top 20 player? You could put together something and have him on your roster? And he led the NBA in assists last year? It's interesting to me how quickly we dismiss. Now, certainly there is a playoff track record of struggles. There's also a game last year against Boston where he is like the best player in the world in the playoffs. And his playoff losses are all against pretty good teams. It makes me wonder a little bit. Now, I don't think you're giving up any of your main pieces, and certainly Houston, excuse me, Philadelphia with Daryl Morey is driving a tough bargain. And, you know, I look at some of the teams we just talked about, like Minnesota, Sacramento, Cleveland, who are trying to win a title with a player in the top 20. Like, do you go accelerate it at all by giving up some future pieces to go Get a, now, Houston, uh, certainly Cleveland gets weird because you have Garland and Mitchell. So I'm not necessarily getting specific on this one. But I do wonder, like, a Sacramento adds a James Harden. Like, how good do they get for a year or two? Because right now, I don't think any of us look at De'Aaron Fox, Demonis Sabonis, and Kevin Herter and really think they're winning an NBA title or really going to the Western Conference Finals. If you add if you add James Harden for a year or two, what do you think? Funniest thing for the Jazz, like you want to win like right away, like one year James Harden actually like matches us perfectly. We're not under financial 
we aren't under financial distress. It gets off the books before you start to develop all your young players. It's actually great. It's probably a little close to Vegas, but it's actually great. Work, I, I, I would argue if we suddenly had a massive urgency and need to win, it matches us better than others. I actually take a team like Oklahoma City. Now, they have Giddy and Shea Gilgis, so it doesn't really work on their roster. And it's actually where I actually thought Houston wasn't the worst idea ever. It clearly, M.A. Odoka takes over, and they weren't as interested in that. They went Fred Van Vliet and other routes. But it's interesting to me that we've suddenly like taken James Harden as though, like, oh, he has no value. No, no, top 20 player in the NBA. Top 20 player for the in the NBA. That's value. That'll work for you. All right, that is Locked on Jazz today. We'll come to you back. To, we'll, I'll have to see my schedule, see how I can fit in the next one for you. Uh, the crew just illuminated themselves in the back, so I'll let you go. And uh, see you guys all uh, tomorrow or the next day. Thanks for all your comments, conversation. Thanks very much for tuning in to Locked on Jazz.